Hello and welcome to the Fan Power Podcast, where we talk about fan engagement through the lens of data. Today we are joined by Sean Merriman. I'm excited to have this conversation. Former All-Pro, Pro Bowl, NFL linebacker, current entrepreneur, founder, CEO, and operator of Lights Out XF. Sean, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making the time. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And to the audience, uh, you can see the graphic at the bottom. If you want to stay up to date on all things Lights Out, uh, after you learn from Sean what it's all about, text LXF to 31032, and we'll keep you posted on all things Lights Out. All right, Sean. Uh, well, let's let's jump right into it. So, um, you know, we we know your background. Uh, you know, you're 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 moving on to this new chapter. You've moved on to this new chapter. Lights out. XF was started in 2019. Um, tell us tell us where it's out. Give us the overview. Tell us about Lights Out XF. Yeah, man. Uh, Lights Out Extreme Fighting. Uh, we got a big fight coming up actually in L.A. May 6th. Um, it's starting at 4 p.m. Pacific. So if you guys are in L.A., in L.A. area, Burbank, make sure you come out to it. You can get your tickets at lightsoutxf.com. Uh, if you can't make it to the, to the fight, you can check us out on Fubo. We're live on Fubo TV, Fubo Sports. So if you don't have Fubo, get it. Uh, and that, you know, uh, Dan, that part for me has been fun because this last fight that we just had in January had cracked into Fubo Sports' top 10 most watched all time. And, uh, you know, they got a bunch of great programming on there, obviously huge in international soccer. So for us to be, you know, creeping up in, in, in that circle, um, it's, it's really been cool. Yeah. Well, you guys are making a, new, a big impact, right? MMA uh, is, is taking off in this country. Let, let's talk a little bit about the, the backstory. So tell us the, the quick story of how you made the transition from, you know, NFL athlete to uh, an MMA fighter and now to an entrepreneur <laughs> you know, building one of the biggest and, and most exciting leagues in the space. Yeah. So I, I grew up in uh, Prince George's County, Maryland, <clears throat> in the uh, DMV area. So when I grew up, there was a, a ton of uh, champion boxers from where I am. I, my uncles were boxers, professional boxers. So naturally, I gravitated and grew up just boxing in general. Um, and so, you know, obviously, I, I, chose, I had the football route, uh, went to um, Fred, Frederick Douglass High School in Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and committed to U University of Maryland. Uh, as a junior, verbally committed, and uh, played there three years, had a had a great career. But um, you know, got, getting drafted to the West Coast by the Chargers in 2005, that's around the same time that MMA started to come on the scene, right? With with uh, Strike Force, UFC, like that. That around that time period is where it started to kind of pick up some steam with the whole uh, Contender Show and the reality TV. That that whole circle started to pick up. Um, and so one day I'm in the gym with uh, Jay Glazer, my, my uh, friend Jay Glazer over at Fox Sports, um, and I'm working out. And he says, you know, hey, I, I knew you grew up boxing, but have you ever tried MMA? I think it is. I think it can help you out in football. I think it can help your hand-eye coordination and being able to be more active as an outside linebacker and pass rusher. And, you know, in my head, I'm saying, hey, whatever, whatever I need to do to be a better football player, tell me. Well, you know, what do I have to do? So he ended up uh, texting me. Uh, an address the next day. He said, hey, show, you know, meet me here at this address in the gym. We're going to work through some MMA movements and pumbling, some jujitsu and all this other stuff. So I show up to this address. I walk in and Jay Glazer is on my left and Randy Couture is on my right. 
So I said, you know, I looked at Jay. I said, I don't know what's going on, but just know that I'm not fighting Randy Couture today. That's just not going down. Um, but anyway, what happened was Randy, I got to share my first day working in doing anything in MMA was with Randy Couture. He was showing me some movements. We were pummeling and I couldn't really understand how he was kind of using my body leverage to toss me around. Obviously, I'm a bigger guy. I'm stronger. Um, you know, I've got Randy by probably 60 plus pounds or so close to it. And uh, somehow, some way, he was just able to, to do things that I, that I couldn't do. And so anyway, I, I seen how important that was to uh, to pick up that skill because that next year I came out and I led the NFL in sacks. I was using my hands. I was, um, you know, I had more cardio, more endurance. I wasn't as tired in the fourth quarter. My body and, and game had just, you know, kind of transitioned. And so um, fast forward, you know, I was training every offseason leading up to that, launched Lights Out Extreme Fighting in, in 2019. Um, and, you know, for me, the, the the fun part about this business is that I've been in TV, you know, over at Fox Sports and NFL Network and on the broadcasting side. So I understand I understood how TV production and that part of it works. Um, obviously, having a love and a passion for MMA and, and fight myself at, at times. And so I was like, hold on, you know, I can I can do this because I understand, I understand how this business goes. Um and so, yeah, that's that's been up, man. It's just it's it's been my life for the last you know couple of years, and to watch it grow, um, you know, this our, this last fight we had on Fubo, not only cr- cracked the top ten uh, on Fubo Sports, but we were shown in Canada and France and some parts of Spain, you know. So it's turned into an international business for me, and that's that's been fun. To, that process has been really cool. Yeah, it's awesome, right? And I, you know, we we watch it obviously, um, and I think we'll be out at the the, the fight in LA. And the, the production quality is awesome. The talent's fantastic, right? And these aren't guys that you've necessarily heard of every day. At least not all of them are. Um, but they're putting their heart out there, and you can see it. And the way that you do the production brings that story to life. And so that that kind of brings me to the next thing I want to talk about. You care a lot about the fans and the fans' interaction with your sport, right? We've we've had those conversations. And so, you know, I, I'm interested in in why, like, what are you providing that that is that is different, that is unique? Like, who is that fan that you're going after? Are they looking for the the cross sport athlete, the guy that came over from the NFL, or you know, the woman that comes over from rugby? Like, what are you providing with with lights out extreme fighting? Well, you know, for one, uh, and anybody will tell you this, throughout, even throughout my whole career, I've always been about the fans, yeah. right? Because the fans, and I think that sometimes people forget this, you know, especially athletes when, when they go, the fans make this thing go, right? They they move the needle because they buy tickets, they, you know, have, they buy jerseys, they show up, uh, they interact. You know, if you see me, I'm always interacting with fans on social media, showing up and stuff and appearances and being a certain, like, it's about the fans and the fans really um, control and promote and they uh, they kind of dictate a lot of things without re- really understanding how important they really are. So for me, um, I, I say this, the fans will tell you if something is good or something is bad. And and both both sets of information is very important yeah. uh, and to building a business because they, they tell you what they like and they tell you what they don't like. So for us, when I see us cracking into the top 10, I'm like, okay, well, somebody like us. Somebody like what we're doing. Um, and so – what I what I learned is the more you have fans involved, the more they feel like they're a part of what you're doing, the better your whatever you're doing is going to be. Um, and I learned this a long time ago, and that started for me having uh, being around fantasy football. 
you know, people don't understand how big fantasy football was to the NFL. I mean, fantasy football is a big part and a big reason why the NFL is as big as it is. You know, and, and, and me knowing that and having that understanding, I say, how can we get fans more involved in what we're doing? So that's, that's why that's, that's I end up going with Fubo. Fubo has a, a great tech platform that has uh, different things, engagement, uh, predictive parts of our fight. You know, we'll, we'll have these predictive sets. We give away prizes and give away tickets and memorabilia and all, you know, all these things, uh, subscriptions to Fubo. And that was a big part of why I, I wouldn't partner with them, why I wanted to be with Fubo, because they got it. They understood how important it was to have the fans connected to what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. And that's, it's so hard, right? The, the, the data world right now in sports should absolutely be driving your roadmap, right? Because the, <clears throat> the amount that you can learn um, from, from fans is, is broader and in, in, in some ways, even, even more, uh, direct than it ever was before, because you can quite literally ask the fans what they think. So how far are you going to take that? Like, is there, you know, one of the, the last episodes we did was with the, uh, the guys from, from fan controlled sports and entertainment, and they're opening up the doors for fans to, to make play calls right on the field and to make draft decisions. Are, are you ever thinking that you're going to go to a point where fans can help create cards or matchups or vote on that or anything like that? Like how far do you go? 100%. I got something in store and I got, you know, some ideas and we're going to talk more when we get off. But <laughs> I, I want to be out for the fans that can't make it to our fights. I want to say, how close can I get them to feeling like they're there? Like how, how, like what can I do? Right. And I, and we started to see little things like VR and, and, and all that. I want to go way further than that. I want to figure out a way to uh, have our fans so involved in, 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 in lights out extreme fighting and what we're building that they feel like a part of it, yeah. right? Whether they're there or not, they feel like they're a part of our shows or part of our events. So I'm constantly always thinking of ways to implement uh, those type of scenarios because at the end of the day, you you will grow and you will be monstrous if the fans get behind what you're doing. And I understand that. And so I target a lot of that part of our, you know, just our DNA in general, just being very, very fan oriented. Yeah. And right now, you know, you you've got a you've got a great outlet through social, right? You're you're you interact a lot with the fans, you talk to them, you you don't hide anything, you keep it all out there. It's very authentic. Um and we we did a little bit of that kind of leading into this. We reached out to some some lights out extreme extreme fighting fans and and had a couple questions. Uh, the first question that everybody wants to know is: Are we going to see Sean Merriman in the ring this year? <laughs> um, that's not totally out of the question. Okay. okay. And uh, you know, I had over the course of the last couple of years, I have at least five fight contracts out, and I'm in the process of putting one out of a former athlete who, who, who wanted to throw down. And uh, I think that people are like this because the, it's, it's been a rivalry in the past and it's, it's known that we've had some issues on the field. So um, it's not totally out the question. And uh, the only reason why I haven't, the real reason why I haven't, I, 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 you know, I'm sparring today, right? It's not the question of, of me training, doing that. That's, that's the easy part for me because I enjoy doing it is that, I respect this sport too much to, you know, to kind of just fight because I don't have the time to train like the rest of these guys. Yeah. And, you know, because I see them. I mean, when I'm in the gym, I'm, I'm sometimes I train in the morning, eight o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I have to go 4 p.m. in the afternoon or whatever. 
And guess what? I'll see some of these same fighters in there that I saw at 8 o'clock, and I'll see them again at 4 o'clock. Yeah. And so me understanding this sport, um, I, I always make this joke. You know, you can play basketball, you can play football, but you can't play fighting, right? And so with that being said, I've always stayed behind the scenes, really, in a sense, or kind of been the face when promoting the other fighters because I was fortunate enough to build up a big enough platform where I can get these other, other fighters seen. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, my my side of, of the business come in at. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I respect that. And and you obviously can can look at things from an athlete's perspective and you've got an enormous amount of respect for those. You know, it was it was when we saw the Gronk announcement come out on April 1st. You know, everybody got excited about that. But um, I, I get the the April Fool's joke there. The uh, the follow up question that everybody had was if you are going to get into the ring, what's your walkout song? Um, probably lights out POD, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would have them probably playing there live as I'm coming out, but, uh, you know, I've actually cut a, tr- a lights out track myself that I was going to use for the intro for lights out, okay. uh, was working on one with DJ Paul from, from three, six mafia. Oh, nice. uh, we, we were talking about some stuff. So, um, so yeah, man, you know, look, I'm, I'm, I'm in it. This is life for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I look. I look at it. I was fortunate because I did what I did on the on the field, had the career I had. But to get to doing what I'm doing now, it's like that same feeling of of running out to seventy thousand plus people, while you know, in the stadium and millions of people watching. And so uh, that's the kind of adrenaline I have about what I'm doing right now. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got I've got two questions uh, to to kind of finish this up with. The first one um, lights out in in five years. What's your dream? Like, you know, we not not going into details. You've done you've done so much already. You've got the Fubo deal. You've got amazing athletes in it. Like, where is lights out in five years in, in your mind? Well, you know, to be honest, with, with these with new tech and new opportunities coming out, um, like my number one goal is what we're doing is fan engagement. Yeah. That that, you know, so I I wanna be as interactive as possible to um to keep expanding on that. I I wanna bring as much to the table to get our fans more involved. So um, who knows? Fans, fans may be able to fight in the cage from home, right? In the next five years, they they can fight each other. There's some kind of visual visual aspect to it. I have no idea, but um, the the lights out brand. Our first time having a fight in you know being shown in, in France and Canada and some parts of Spain to being international. I would love for this to be um, not only here our media footprint here in the states, but I would love for this to just be a global phenomenon, man. To be able to um, to take this and and go and have fights in other parts of the world and people know who we are. That yeah. that to me would would be awesome. And I'm just curious as a follow up to that because I know the the international distribution is is so cool and it's something you're you're really excited about. Did that does that also lead to new athletes? Does that open the the door to recruiting folks that, that hadn't heard of you outside of this? Yeah, no, absolutely because you know one of the reason why I got into sport is to transition some of these former athletes. Um, former NFL guys, former track, um, you know, we, I'm talking to, you know, a former uh, baseball player right now who's thinking about come taking a couple fights, a couple former rugby guys that are transitioning out and trying to transition MMA. And so when you have a, uh, a global event, people watching internationally now, you know, those rugby players in Australia, they're watching us, right. Or, um, you know, some of these athletes over in, in Europe, that are trying to get in there is coming from another sport. And so it just opens the doors beyond belief 
Um, and so there's really no stopping on, on how big we can go. We just we we want to just stay in tune with the fans and and make sure they uh, they're included in everything we do. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, very cool. I'm excited for you. I'm excited about the future of Lights Out Extreme Fighting. You've got fans in us, and and uh, and we're pumped to see the the direction of it. Um, I always finish this with with a question. It's interesting to ask guys that have, have kind of started their their own league, but there's so much opportunity in the states right now um, for either leagues coming from abroad, right? Cricket coming over is an example. You've got upstart leagues like like Live or Tomorrow Golf. Um, you've got the XFL making a, a restart here. Is there anything outside of Lights Out Extreme Fighting that you're watching, that you're excited about, that you think has has big opportunity? Just be, you know the sports world as, as well as anyone. Well, right now, live sports is it. I mean, just just in general, first and foremost, live sports is is it. Um, you're seeing more tech, you know, like the Amazon going to get Thursday night football. Right. They the first out first game out the gate, I believe it was the Chargers and the Chiefs, 17 and a half, 18 million viewers. Uh, they had their biggest three day sale in company history. This shows you the power of of sports and live sports in general. Um, I think that, you know, the paddle, what's the uh, the paddle? Uh, yeah, yeah. The ball. I think that that's going to be it's going to grow and, and be big. It's going to be more competitive because I think that more people can do it. So the more and more people, you know, people can do it. Everybody can't play football. and Everybody's not going to the NFL. They're not going to the NBA or, or Major League Baseball, or even soccer for that matter. Right. But I think that um, pickleball has a has a, an opportunity to um, to gain a big, big media footprint and visibility. Um, I know that I know some people personally who who own own a couple teams themselves and involved in in the league. So I, I would say that's probably the I'm not, you know, it's not my thing, but I, I look at everything that's going on in the live sports, and I would probably say that that's that's next up. Yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, it's got a huge following right now, and you can play it at any age, um, so that that makes a difference. Well, Sean, thank you so much uh, again, everybody. Text LXF to three one zero three two, and we will keep you updated on all things lights out extreme fighting, including the next fight, which is taking place uh, next month and on Fubo TV and live in Los Angeles. Uh, Sean, you're awesome. Thank you. Good luck with everything and, and can't wait to see the, the league and, and the movement that you build. Thank you. You got it, my man. Thanks for having me. Can't wait to uh, work together and, and build something great because it, it will be. Absolutely.